Yes, sir. You already know. Guess who's back? A crazy weekend in the Premier League. You already know how it goes. Man, there was a lot of these results, man, that I was not expecting. Me, me either, bro, to be honest with you. Honest. Just, you know, a lot of these results went way left. <laughs> on this new episode on the Premier League pod, we're going to you know, discuss results of the weekend's fixtures, and we have midweek fixture, guys. You already know how that's going to go down. Oh, yeah. This is the best time of the year. In my opinion, I love December. I really love December. Like this is how basically a Premier League is going to be basically win or loss because of December. Because you're going to have fun rotation problems. Champions League is already done for your, you know, your uh, your group stage or Europa League or the new the new tournament, Europa League conference. Unless you Spurs, because you know they're still debating about the makeup picture. But anyhow, let's get this results in from the Premier League weekend, man. Go with that City and Wolves game. Oof. Hey, man, I told you. I told you it was going to be a one-goal game. I predicted 2-1, but it ended up 1-0. Um, City, City was kind of flat. Yeah, City like was you very said, very like that's very flat. Yes, very flat. Like you said, that's the kryptonite, basically. Like you were talking about on the last pod. I don't know. It's something about Wolves. Like, they just turned up on City. That red card about Raul Jimenez, man, like, that kind of made a difference so, and the penalty. To be honest, though, like, I don't really blame him because City be always on that bullshit where they try to play it quick. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Like, City, City's always on some bullshit. Like, they try to play the ball quick and then, or if you win the ball back, they foul the crap out of you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't th- I think it was a bit harsh. Um, But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like you said. I don't blame yeah, him. Like, like I said, like I said, I don't, I don't really blame him because if you're trying to play the ball out, I'm gonna stick my foot out. Like I'm not. You're trying to play quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I would probably stick out my foot too. To be honest with you, if they try to play quick, who wouldn't? And he, he was just unlucky yeah. that the referee was right next to him and and decided to do that. But like I said, they always try to favor the. Yep, and the penalty, I don't know. I I went no, back to look at it. Penalty was a penalty. You think so? I, I was like had mixed emotions about it. But yeah, yeah. Like um it is what it is at the end of the day. And that's how City basically won off of that penalty. And now they've really played a flat game. Joel Cancelo is not gonna play the next game. He got his fifth uh, yellow card, so he'll be suspended okay. for the next match. That uh, and then that was a soft foul too. But hey, it is what it is. They're not gonna have yeah, to it's it's Soft or or you go through the guy with everything you got. It's it's a foul, you know. And you can't be doing that around the penalty area, fish. And and the way the refs are are calling penalties left and right. How many penalties did we have this weekend? We had a good a chunk a good chunk of penalties actually. Believe it or not, there was a whole lot of penalties. So much so that they were even discussing it on on NBC ESN. Like, mm-hmm. why are they giving so many penalties? Yeah, yeah, that's, you know. Man United. Now, with VAR, we have VAR, and now, you know, like, let's call fucking penalties up and right. So, it's so wishy-washy, man, because, like, you have VAR, and then they don't want to get involved for certain calls, and they get involved for other calls. It's so, like, 
Uh, it's like they're picking and choosing what they want to to call, and it's not right, man. There's no consistency still to this no, day. Yeah, no, I've been complaining no. about since VAR came into the prem. I've been complaining about consistency, and there's none. They're just giving it to the to the to the favorites or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's not really right. Which we'll talk about that in a minute as well as far as a VAR with some certain teams because you know. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Like you know, like uh, the shit with VAR, like. Or yeah, seems I'm, to favor certain teams, they, but yeah, they do pick and choose, and it gets it gets annoying after a while because, like, bro, like, fucking make up your mind, like. Exactly, or when you when you feel like they should interject, they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, because because we're going with the referee's decision on the field. Well, the referee made a poor decision. Why can't you interject? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. But anyways, that's another topic on its own. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's move on. Uh, well, yeah, before we move on, yeah, like City hats off. You got your three points. But it wasn't the greatest football, but hey, you got your three points, and yeah, those, those three points could come crucial at the end. You never know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Let's move on to your boys, Arsenal three 0 As I predicted, Arsenal should have had no problem with this game. Which uh, came out of the floodgates. I will say, I will say that the first twenty-five minutes was dead. Um, I really thought we were going to concede. And then all of a sudden, you know, we did that. The first goal, which um, was a great – the probably the best goal we've scored all season, mm-hmm. that first. Where it, it went from, the, from, from Ramsdale all the way up to the front, one touch. And that's what, you know, the fans have been crying out for. Um, yeah, of course. We just want to see our team play like we used to, passing the ball quick, movement. Everybody, I know and hate. <laughs> that's what I want everybody. Look. But you know what I mean. <laughs> that identity has 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 been long gone from this club, and it was nice to see. It was nice to see. At first, I was very very upset with the way they started the game. They started a little slow, but uh, we picked it up. Um, first goal, Alexander Lacazette, uh, finishing off that that series of passes. Then um, again, Gabriel Martinelli doing what he do. Yeah, uh, uh, that's, I, you know I've been vouching for your guy. That's the guy I've been vouching for for you guys for like the last two years already. Well, yeah, because uh, he hadn't really had a chance. He picked up a pretty big injury. He's coming back. So hopefully he can he can hit the ground running. <laughs> hey, Mark, another uh, another stat that, you know, that from um, your boy, um, Obergaard, three goals in three games. How about that? Um, I'm very happy for it. Everybody was um, kind of um, talking down about him. And, oh, Odegaard's not He's good a kid. enough. Exactly. The whole squad is a kid. The whole squad is kids. The only two, the only two veteran players we have are, like I said, and Obama Yang. Uh, which brings me to the point of Obama Yang missing training and yeah, missing out yeah. on the game. Like, how are you the team training? What kind of leadership do you show? Uh, as much as I I defend him this is the second time you've done it my friend like there's no defense on that you're the captain you're supposed to set the example so what you can turn up late and then all the little kids are going to reprimand them when they show up Um, I feel for a few minutes which I feel is very uh, unjustified like that's not fair like this guy could come in and, and create something, but you don't give him the opportunity to. 
Although I will say, Saka are keeping him out of the squad, as well as um, Emil Smith Rowe. So maybe yeah, it's yeah, a that's good because those boys for them to get a, you know for the midweek games as we were talking about it's good for squad rotation as well and it's good for confidence as well as far as for the lads that play today. True, very true. Um, so yeah, Martin Odegaard gets the second, he gets his third goal in three in three games, and and big up uh, our, our our big man in the back, Gabriel. Um, yeah, clean yeah, sheet. Clean sheet been solid. Um, you guys has been basically as a the biggest problem you guys ever had. It's getting better. It's just you guys have to start goal, scoring goals. That's your biggest problem was defense, and that's getting much better. A big improvement. I will give that a hundred percent. I feel with this defense, we have a good defense for a while. You know, like we kept trying to buy a defenders that are already a little older, and they didn't work out. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the plan that they went with and, and went with young players. Um, now we just got to find a hungry uh, attackers, you know what I mean? Yep. That can add to the squad. Um, but as I was saying about Gabriel, big-time header, third goal, um, assisted by Gabriel Martinelli on the corner, Brazil, some Brazil uh, a samba action going on. Um, and big up to him. I don't know if you noticed on his celebration, he's uh, going to be expecting a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations. family. And quite frankly, speaking about the whole captaincy thing, I think he is the number one contender for it. I feel like uh, they should strip Aubameyang of his captaincy because um, he doesn't want to be there, bro. You can tell he doesn't want to be there. They're collecting wages, but you know that's another topic we can talk about another day. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go as far as to say that because we don't know what's going on. It might be. You know, that whole Pep syndrome that Arteta has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Arteta, Pep is known for coming into clubs and ruining certain players. So, I don't know. Maybe Arteta feels that. But wasn't, uh, wasn't he a Wenger signing? He was a Wenger signing, but it's also uh, the rules implemented to the squad when Arteta came in. Mm. There are certain unnegotiables. And like he said, if you cross that rule, that's it. You don't play. And I, as from from playing from my playing days, I agree with that. If the show up late to practice or you don't play at the weekend, or if you don't show up at all, you don't play at the weekend. That's the rule mm-hmm. in any football team. I don't care where you go. From yeah, non, you learned that as a you learned that as a youth. You learned that in youth. Premier, it's non-negotiable. You don't show up to training. You don't play. Or or if you're the captain of the squad. It is what it is. But uh, big up to the boys for your three points. Um, off we go to Stanford Bridge. <laughs> the most controversial picks, penalties. Uh, I don't even know anymore. But the same thing back to the VAR shit. Like, to be honest, one of them dude, like, I don't even know, bro. You can't, you can't say they're controversial. You can't. Because I've, I've seen both penalties, and he clipped them. He clipped them on both. Rudiger was between the ball. Rudiger is between the ball. You cannot stick your foot out in the box. I'm sorry. They're going to call it. Yeah, maybe you could argue on VAR, but you, you clipped his foot. You can't. They're going to call it on you, and that's the way VAR is, especially if you're a mid-table team playing mm-hmm. against a team that's going for the title. They're going to call it on you. 
Yeah, my. Unfortunately, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But that uh, that's that's the that's how I see the 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 pattern of VAR going. I you really know? thought yeah. that Leeds was actually gonna get a draw from this match. To be honest with you, like I told you, I didn't really get a draw. And that penalty, that late penalty, that really ended up uh, was really just basically was the nail in the coffin. And then that big fight at the end. I don't know if you saw that. You saw that shit. Of course, I saw that big fight. I was fucking laughing my head off. <laughs> but to be honest, to be honest, the way Rudiger approached that fight, I would have hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. But they had nothing to do with you. Yeah. They had nothing to do with Rudiger. Rudiger just came over there and wanted to start shit. That's one it of the be- games that uh, Marcelo Vieta needed to actually get a result because, uh, like I said, they're just humbly down the table. They're going down, down, down. To be honest, I don't care who you are. Nobody had Leeds winning that game. Yeah, I had him a draw at best. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a draw at best. Uh, like I said, I had him 3-1, so I was pretty close. And, uh, what, what's, the young man, what's the young man that came in in the second half and scored the second goal? For uh, Gelhart, Gell, some Gelhart, whatever you can fucking pronounce that name. Yeah, Gelhart. I'll fact check that name. <laughs> Joe Gelhart. Yeah. Came in. I wasn't expecting him to do anything. And out of nowhere, he just stunned me. That was a, a great movement in the box. Uh, is a straight poacher's goal. They need, a, they, need, they need somebody in the front right now because, you know, Banford's out too. So. Exactly. Again. That's, that's been one of the biggest problems too with, um, with Leeds. They don't have another striker. They just relied on Patrick Banford. And you can't, you know, survive like that either. Definitely. I totally agree. Um, Let's move on to that other game. That, that game I called it. I told you it was going to be a scrap game. <laughs> and that man would have been the man of the match if it wasn't for the penalty. Tyrone Miggs, bro. I told you that man's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. He's kept Villa. I, I never disagreed, bro. But uh, I told you it was going to be a one-goal game. I knew it was game. I had 3-2, but it ended up 1-0. So. I, had, I had a scrap, yeah. I told, that game was going to be scrapping. I knew it from the get-go. It was going to be scrap. Hats off to to Villa. They played a they played a really good game. Like They really deserve at least a point out of that game. 100%, man. 100%. They deserve something out of the game, you know? And like they mm-hmm. all, like, as soon as they conceded, they decided to start going attacking. I think they would have went a little bit attacking a little bit more early than that. They would have probably gone a goal off of that, too. Very much so. I agree. I totally agree with that. Like they, I think they were a little too cautious. Yeah, because Bundia didn't start that game. I think Bundia would have started the game. It would have been a different story. Well, you got to remember, man, when you attack, you leave spaces in. And Liverpool's very good at exploding those spaces. Very good Ashley at Ashley Young played an amazing game. Ashley Young was on fire. I gave it to him. As much as I don't really rate him. But, yeah. He, he, had, a, he had a pretty good game. Leading uh, from 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 left back. I just like I said, I I really feel I felt for them, bro. I feel bad for them. You know, they deserve a leading point out of that too. And this guy went the right way too, bro. Martinez went the right way too. No, I'm telling you, man. One mistake, sticking your foot out in the wrong section of the box. Mosala, you can claim, you can you can argue how he went down and he fucking. He relished in it, man. He was like, "Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take full advantage and and, and just throw myself." You know what I mean? 
Granted, he got touched, but come on, man. You don't have to fucking make it look like 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 you got shot or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool he, he had a chance though at the end there to make the nail in the coffin, but you know, Salah was being a little bit greedy. They could have passed the ball out too. I thought he was going to pass it out too. I agree. He should have. He should have, and he would have killed the game. But I agree. He gets a little too greedy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And there was times there yeah. Liverpool was like, oh, they, they could have scored. Like, they could have scored at least a couple, couple goals too. Yeah, that, that's why I kind of feel for, for Mane a little bit sometimes. He's wide open. He never gets the ball. That's why he has to – that's why you see him when he gets the ball much because mm-hmm. I get my time to shine type deal. Because if it goes to the other side, Mo Salah's going to do the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of in that mindset. Yeah, yeah. That's basically, yeah, like you said, that front three is still unstoppable, man. That, that front three is something else. It's like Liverpool have a great start at 11, but the depths, they don't have the depth of uh, of City. No, they don't. No, City has two. Not. City has two world-class, world-class squads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. City's B team can beat anybody in the mid-table in the Premier League. Or even challenge top eight. Right, exactly. Like, like their second squad, they could win. They their their squad could get first or second. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because because in Liverpool squad, if somebody gets injured in that starting eleven, they don't really have that much backup. If Van Dijk goes down, bro, oh my god, they suffer again like they did the year before, or City mm-hmm. came back after so many after five losses or something like that, and they still won. But um, let's go to, to uh, Norwich and United, bro. Hats off again. Hats off to Norwich player another good game. Yeah, man, but it was a bit unlucky, man. Like Ronaldo again doing the same thing Mo Salah did, like relishing in it. Mm-hmm. Like he really didn't get he did he really didn't get pulled down that hard. You know what I mean? Like there was no need for him to do like a half cartwheel onto the ground. All right, that the, you're you're. T- or you're gonna do a cartwheel when he grabs you by the shoulder. Come on, dude. Like you mm-hmm. looking for it. But uh again, Ronaldo gets the pen. Ronaldo gets the goal, dragging Man United across the line like always. I'm sorry, Man United is not has not the team. And unfortunately, Ronaldo uh hasn't really improved that team that much. He's kind of actually made the cohesion worse. Mm-hmm. No, no, I mean I mean, it's good. No, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. I'm not going to say that because I really think if anything they, they can learn under Ronaldo. The problem with Man United is that midfielder, like that defensive midfielder. Like, no offense, bro, but McTominay doesn't cut the mustard. Fred is getting better under Ratnick. Uh, I'll give it to Fred. He can play. Fred, Fred, is, Fred plays like a number eight. Mm-hmm. You get me? He's not a number six. He plays. He's not a number six. He plays like a number eight. He's a box to box. And now mm-hmm. that he's got the freedom to do it under Ragnick, he he's improving. Mm-hmm. The the defensive, the number six is their issue. Yeah, I'm sorry, but they, McTominay doesn't cut. McTominay the doesn't cut it, and if McTominay gets hurt, who comes in? You're not gonna tell Van de Beek to go play CDM. So, that, like, so what? He what do they do? But... So what do they do? They move Fred to the number number six, and number and Fred is in the number six. Yeah, that's why he looks. So, that's why when he's playing that position with Van der Beek next to him, it's he looks shit. Yeah, 
when he's really you know not that bad. Fits, you know who fits perfectly into that number six role at Manchester United? They need to go out and get him. He'll be a really good signing for them, too. Declan Rice. That's my hot take. I really think Declan Rice would fit on that team. But unfortunately, Declan Rice is a hundred pound, a hundred million pound player. Oh yeah, he's going a hundred for sure. Because he's, he's a hundred million pound player, English tax. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry, like right now they don't have it. They'll have to get rid of half their squad to get him. Yeah, yeah, like I said, even though they didn't pay much for Ronaldo, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, and they could use another center back. They need another center back. Cause unfortunately. The the refrigerator Maguire, um, <laughs> <He's a fridge. laughs> the fucking fucking eighty pound eighty million pound refrigerator they got isn't cut. Not even a smart fridge, bro. He's a dumb fridge. He's a dumb fridge. Yes, exactly. I don't, I mean I gave him shit because he plays for Manchester United and he always he's just so bad at Manchester United. But in an England kid, that guy is like the fucking world class. Um. I will give I will give it to Lindelof this game. He really had a good game. Unfortunately, he was subbed off. But um, played way better than Maguire. Yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, he did. He actually, for me, you know, if Lindelof, if Lindelof had a much better partner, they they would have a, a really really good backline. And definitely not no Eric Bailly. No, Eric Bailly doesn't cut it. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> That guy's name ever again, bro. You want to know who was on their bench? That's I want to. Phil Jones apparently was on their bench today on that match. What's Phil Jones gonna do? Dive and hit <laughs> it with his head? <laughs> you want to try to block shots with his face? Oh man. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, same thing. They got squad rotation. You know that's coming up midweek, and I can see why they did that. Talis played pretty good. I actually gave it to the kid. He actually played really good. No, they're they're um Tejas and 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 Dala are are playing amazing for them. Mm-hmm. Keeping yeah, Luke Shaw. United found their hitting right back, and I think United really found their hitting right back. To be honest with you, for sure. They they kind of looked out on them too, man. They're they're actually putting in putting in some decent performances. Two and zero on the Ratnik. Can't act, they can't actually. The United fans can't actually. Yeah, but, oh, you won the gold. Who have, who have they played under Ragnick? What happened? Who have they played under Ragnick? What good team have they played under Ragnick? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's they haven't team. played a good team. They played Palace wait, wait, and they wait. played uh, Norwich. Wait till you get a real good team. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Like they're they're not gonna they're not gonna do much. We're gonna do sit. And they expect Ronaldo to get him out. That's not gonna happen. Yep. That midfield's gonna get overrun. That's true. They're gonna get overrun. You'll see. It was Norwich. Sorry, they need. They, yeah, Norwich is. Yeah, unfortunately, they're going down. Like I said, they're going. That's another team that's going down. They do the same shit every single year. They come up. They had chance after chance after chance, and they could not finish. Yeah. I will say though, uh, Sargent, brilliant game. Sargent had an amazing game, bro. And I, I feel like Pookie was being uh, selfish mm-hmm. as far as as far as holding the ball too much. And instead of going one more pass over uh, when Sargent was open, he decided to take shots and then look over like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought I had the shot. No, bro, they were covering you. If you would have 
if you would have slid it over one more, we shot. You know who played really good too? Billy Gilmore. He's really good too. No, I'm saying all of Norwich had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Even when uh when when um um Cantwell came in. Yeah, yeah. That side of the field. Was putting Dallas was putting Dallas on the skates, bro. That's but true. I mean, they they just they were overrunning. They were overrunning Man United. Man United got lucky on a break and got a penalty. Like that's the only reason why they they edged ahead. Because Man United wasn't doing. That game. That's true. Yeah, and then the penalty. It wasn't for the penalty. It would have been a draw. That was it. Was dead football from Man United. Yep, and uh, let's move on to the game that I called a draw. I told you that was going to be a draw. I knew that was going to be a draw. I I'll give it to you, bro. You called that shit. You called I that shit. I smelled it. That's what was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking anytime anybody goes to fucking Burnley, is fucking dead football, man. Like, I ain't fucking fucking going to park the bus, 10 men behind the ball. Fucking hate watching Burnley. <laughs> I hate watching Burnley. Well, they did do us a favor, though. They did do, they did do the teams that are 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 fighting for the top four for for the fourth place spot uh, a favor mm-hmm. in holding back West. Some teams, and you know, some teams are up there too. Yeah, there's some teams that are up there. There's like three. Uh, and I'm not gonna talk much about this game. So basically, yeah, like it was just dead football all the way. Like that's that's dude. the only that's the only uh, um positive thing that I've seen was. Was the fact that they helped out the 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 teams fighting for the top four, you know, Tottenham. Yeah, it's like Tottenham, United, Arsenal, and the team that we're gonna bring up now, Leicester City. Leicester, City. Leicester City. Big, yeah. big win. That's a big win. Yeah, I told you. I told you. He was like, "Oh, Leicester City's dead. Leicester City's dead." I had them three one. Every fucking time I say they're dead, they just come back and fucking bite it in the ass. I told you. You think you you think you think that it was all good? They were running through Newcastle. They did slicing yeah, them up like butter. That they, that like sliced bread, pretty much. Like, like sliced bread, man. Like it was, it was ridiculous the way they were just walking through their midfield. And Barty didn't play. They didn't need him. <laughs> they did not I'm need not- him. Good game by my boy Matt. He needed this. I've been trying to see if this guy would get back on the England squad for a while. You know I like you know I like James Madison too. Yeah, but he suffered an injury, man. Like you gotta remember yeah. are really, really hard to recover from. Especially That's like when you're scared to put weight on your leg. I forgot what it was that he got injured from, but like when you come back from injury, it's really hard because you're scared to yeah. go hundred percent like you do so you wanna get hurt again. But unfortunately, with his Newcastle squad, looks fucking dead in the water. Big up Harvey Barnes, assistant DACA. That's another guy that nobody talks about. He's actually really good, too. Harvey Barnes. Well, he kind of goes under the radar a bit sometimes, you know? Yeah, that's true. He he, he tends to, like, go under the radar. What is your opinion about Luke Thomas, bro? Because I've been watching that kid already for, like, a year and a half. And I really think the kid has low-key has talent. Luke Thomas? Yeah, the fullback. Uh, I, to be honest, I, I really don't know much about him. 
But in this game, he looked he looked solid. He looked solid. He was making runs, overlapping, getting up and down the wing. Um, I can only really uh, judge him off this game, from what I know. I've been watching. You know, I've been watching Lester. Him. I've been watching Lester like a couple weeks, and yeah, like I said, he's really he has the talent. Remind me a little yeah, bit yeah. of young Chidwell. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of got that vibe too. The way he can get up and down the wing. Yep. That's really important for that team, especially to 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 get at the opposition. That's true. And moving on to the game, another game that I called. I told the Palace was gonna fucking beat Everton. <laughs> Connor Gallagher, bro, what a screamer! I told you, what I told you about that lad. That lad can play. Yeah, kid's He's a beast, man. Stunt. Uh, uh, bro. You think? Do you think? Uh, you think Chelsea's gonna keep him? I hope I I hoping they do because he has the talent. But like, I I mean like I get like you know Mount did the same thing. He had to go loaned out, but Gallagher actually stayed in the prem. He's getting Premier League experience, so this exactly. will kind of help him in the long run. Well, one could kind of argue that Loftus Cheek did the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, because he uh, didn't he go to Crystal Palace too? Yeah, he did for like a season. Well, then he got into the World Cup squad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, who knows? Like this year, um, you know, Loftus Cheek is getting his 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 minutes, but I don't know, man. Like, he's too easy for him. Yep. Uh, shit performance from Richarlison. As soon as he come off, the Rondon comes in and score, but it wasn't good enough at the end of the day to catch up to Palace. Scrappy, they actually, man. they actually asked this guy uh, about his future for. For the club, I don't think they should try. They should sack him right away. I don't think they should sack Rafa Benitez right now because they don't Who have they a sporting. Di- yeah, that's one, and then they don't have a sporting director too. Like if they're giving him the chance to be full shebang as far as transfers, I don't think they're gonna sack him. So I don't. I don't get that. I actually that was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't think he should get sacked. No, I, that, that's I not give a good window. Idea. That's not a good idea. No, definitely not. Because of. I know it's uh, I know it sounds bad, but if you're gonna sack Benitez, you don't have a proper replacement. You're only seven points. I know it's only sixteen games. You're only seven points above the relegation zone. So right. No, and I I, I totally agree, man. Like they um they, they can't sack him, bro. Because if not, that'll send your club into turmoil. Yeah, and then like I said, like maybe possibly relegation, and we do not want to see everything go down. See, this is what pisses me off, man. Everton have a great week. We let Everton have a great game against us. We let them back into the game. And then Crystal Palace come and like, what yep. the fuck, man? A fucking dead club. And we let we let Arsenal let them beat them. Mm-hmm. Like, but anyways, big up That's to fucking Crystal Palace, man. Connor Gallagher shining that day, showing what he can do. It was, yeah, it, what a it was what a that, that second goal, everybody was saying go to the corner. Nah, bro. <laughs> I got this. I got this, bro. Nah, bro. Move over. Give me that shit. <laughs> and what a screamer it was, bro. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, guys, that is the end of reviews. Now we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to the preview Three. of the, the midweek picture. Holy shit, bro. It's, it's, it's Again, back to like, you know, December, we love this time of the year. Like it's it's craziness. 
And there's some good games this week, too. <laughs> Let's start it off with Brentford and Manchester United. Brentford coming back from that big game against Watford. And they're, again, they're going to play at home. I think the game is going to be um, postponed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been hearing, too. As far as for COVID outbreaks and stuff like that, um, it's getting bad, bro. I mean, like, do you want to, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm seeing it as, like, it's not, now, now it's, like, it's not only in, in the Premier League. I've been seeing that now with the basketball, too. Like, the Bulls have nine players that have it. Like, it, it's getting really bad. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, Brentford, Manchester United postponed. Yeah, they'll get a break, unfortunately. But you know, due to, due to COVID outbreak in Man United squad. Yep. Yeah, they shut down the facilities and stuff like that in Brentford too. Yep. That's uh. Oh, what, if we were to play this game, which I don't know if we are. What is your uh your takes on your the scoring? Uh, if they were to play. Yeah. I think Brentford will beat them. Wow. I think oh. Brentford will beat them 2-1. Two, 2-1? One. Two, one. Another, you know, comeback? Oh, yeah. Brent, uh, at Brentford? I'm sorry. You're, you're going to have a tough time, man. You... Do they, if you, uh, if you play you... like that, if you play like that, like you played against Norwich, against Brentford, they're going to beat you. Yeah. Yeah, and they're playing uh, good football right now, too. And I think this guy comes back this week, too. <laughs> Ivan Tony. I still have that game at two one. Brentford. What else we got? Listen, yeah, got I, I got two one. Yeah, what happened? Who else got postponed? That's the only game they're talking about right now for postponed. Okay. Because Spurs mm-hmm. might come back on on Thursday, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, two one. Yeah, that's going to be a good game, actually. Believe it or not, that's going to be a really good game for small clubs because of this time of the year. Because, they, again, um, Norwich is trying to fight relegation. They're, they they cannot afford another relegation. I'm sorry, but, you know, they can't afford it. But they're going to go down, for sure. Villa, down. Villa, after that tough result against Liverpool, I see them I see them throwing their fucking anger at fucking Norwich. I see them winning this game. Yeah, I got a 2-0. Yeah, Hello. yeah. Definitely to, to the good, for sure. Yeah, I have Aston Villa edging them out there. I, if they go out attacking, yeah, for sure, 100%. Worst case scenario is 2-1, but I see a 2-0 two, two score line. Mm-hmm. And uh, Manchester City and Leeds. What do you think about that? Uh, of course I got Manchester City, man. Leeds yeah, play, play, play open football, man. I have this game at 4-0. Damn. Yeah, they should be able to – yeah, they, they should be able to kill them. Uh, man, this should be one of those. They run through them, man. They, they, they don't look the same Leeds as when they came up. Man. No, no, definitely not. And that's the man, funny part is they through. have better players. Man City, man City always do that. They have a terrible game, then they come the next team they play. <laughs> they have terrible games. They're like, oh, we did bad. Oh, oh, and then when they come back and they're like, everybody thinks, oh, Man City's not playing well. Uh-huh, we're gonna no <laughs> five nil. Hold it. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just run through you, and you're just like, "What the hell happened?" I thought last week. Nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to Brighton, Halbalvian, and Wolves. I like Brighton in this one. I say I, I would say, mm, I think it's gonna be a draw, dude. Draw? Like what? No. One one. Oh, there's gonna be goals. Uh, I would I say like a one. I would say game. like a one, 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 two, one, two. One. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at one, one. One, one. Okay. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like both squads they're good enough to cancel each other. I don't know how Wolves are gonna do. So I don't know how they're gonna do without uh, Raul Jimenez. But yeah, um, yeah, that he's out for the next game, like you said. I don't, I don't know how how they're gonna do with him, without him. Excuse me, but uh. Yeah, I, I see a one-one unless unless Brighton have have like a, a crazy game, you know how. Up, and yeah, they are at yeah. home, so you kind of have home field advantage. It, it just it just depends. Like, it's it's it, Brighton is one of those teams that on the day you don't know what you're gonna get. That's true. You don't know if you're gonna get them a good game or you're gonna get them a bad game. Or you're gonna get them yeah. shit. They're sloppy. Can't put passes together. Or, about to have a brilliant game. Like you just don't know. And, you know, Trussard coming back. Um, you never know, bro. Trussard's a baller. I rate him and highly. Wolves without Wolves without Harold Jimenez are not the same team, bro. That team was just fucking dead. They, they, they just lost a little firepower there. So, I already do his thing, but you know how that much I already He can't finish. He can't finish, bro. That He's man all... is sus. You know who he reminds me of? Luis Mendoza of the Mighty Ducks. Hey. No breaks. <laughs> He's a yep. Spanish big buff, Luis. I can't stop. Bro, I better you put the big. The net you put a big, will probably miss. Nah, you you can put you can put the net as wide as from 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 corner to corner, and and he still won't score. You'll knock it up to Rosette. Like <laughs> he's on Thomas Partey settings. Like I don't know. <laughs> Man, I wish we had. Yeah, he can do it all except finish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep, it is what it is. Hey, his, 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 gal, his, gal, his gal must be mad at him, boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy, get all the work done, not finish. Not finish, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to, oh, my God, this might be a relegation battle going on here. Burnley and Watford. Oh, I got Watford. Yeah, I think Watford should bounce back. Claudio Ranieri is not going to bring this team down. I'm telling you, I know we talked about it already, but I don't think Watford's going down. I don't, I'm not convinced they're Watford, going down. Watford, Watford's going to take that one because Burnley, yeah. Burnley are very good defensively, but Watford have the have the tools to break them down. They have the players to break them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the squad. They do have the squad for sure for it. But they should they should bounce back after this after that terrible game for sure. I have Watford three one. Watford three one, two one, two one. Watford, two one. Watford. I got yeah. a three. I, I I think Watford can can string can string goals together when when they're playing on on their day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On their day, they usually do good against against the lower lower table squad. So I I see Watford coming out on top of this one, and actually maybe getting out of the relegation zone. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, well, yeah, they're um, three points. I think they're like, what, three points, two points above the relegation zone. A big win here will tie them up with uh, with Southampton, obviously, depending on the scoreline, with Leeds and City as well. Which the next team we're going to bring up, it's Crystal Palace and Southampton. I have Palace winning this game. I really think it's going to be another masterclass performance from Sam Gallagher and Zaha. I'm not convinced with Southampton, too. There's another team that's going to be fighting relegation. I mean, from what I saw against Arsenal, man, they really didn't do anything, man. They 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 saw that first goal go in and they put their heads down. They still they haven't were... found the Danny Ainge replacement, and that's bad. That's gonna send them down. Yeah, that's gonna send them down. I see. I see. South have been dropping into the relegation zone, but they don't get their shit mm-hmm. together. Yeah, Danny Ainge is gone. They haven't found that replacement, and that's not good. And they don't get any reinforcements in January. They're definitely going to be fighting relegation, and they might go down. But only three Chris, teams can go Crystal down. I have Crystal Palace 2 or 3 now. Yeah, yeah. I have another masterclass performance from Crystal Palace for sure. And it's a Salvage Park. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I have like a 2 or 3 nil, but I'm going to leave it at 2 nil just to be safe. Mm-hmm. And then moving on, I have a draw in this one, actually. Arsenal and West Ham. You know I'm going to be biased with this one, then. I know you're going to go with your boys. <laughs> I'm going to be real biased with this one. I have I have us going up 2-1. I have us winning this game, considering on the team clicked this past weekend. And, hopefully. and we're at home. Hopefully they can continue this run. I have Arsenal at 2-1 over West Ham because we need it more than they do. If you win, you're in the top four. And I, I, I really hope, I really hope they come out firing. We come out yeah. the same way we came out against Southampton. West Ham are going to run all over us. And don't give this man a chance to try to score a goal because he will score. That man's a bad man. Uh, Mick, uh, Antonio. Yeah, do not. We, I, I've seen that the hard way from this season. Fire, bro. He, he finally, he finally got his 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 uh his shooting boots on. Mm-hmm, How long has he sure. been in the Premier League, and now he's he's starting to show it. It's just the thing is it too. Like, unfortunately, West Ham. Just, that's a yo-yo club with far for managers, bro. They just managers left and right. Like you, you, you can't survive. But this game. Like that field you'll see mm-hmm. Thomas Partey and or and Xhaka whoever's whoever's playing in the midfield is going and to now need West Ham has a decent squad because they have freaking Mar- they have Lanzini Benarama they got the two kids the, the, um, like I said it's going to be in the midfield yeah the midfield sure. uh, mm-hmm. between Declan Rice and, and, and um, Benarama and everybody like mm-hmm. it's going to be one in the midfield it has to be one in the midfield so Whoever's playing in the Arsenal midfield needs a big game that day. That's true. Big game that day. That's true. I have a draw. I know you have Arsenal I have my two. One. I can see, yeah, I can see a two. Like a draw or two, one. Both sides. I mean, I mean, based on the momentum, and we're going to have home field advantage, and, and hopefully our, our our fans show up and help uh, and help cheer on the team. With the 12th man, I hope you get this. That is true. 
And we're going to move on to my boys. Hopefully we get this game in because I don't even know the situation and the status quo we, we, we as got far as for the, the – The trip down to the King Power. That's not, a, that's not yep. an easy thing to go to. That is not an easy place to go to, exactly. We don't even know who's going to play. Oh, I found a list who actually has the fucking coronavirus. Oh, let's see it. Let's hear it. Um, Ben Davies. Oh, shit. Um, Brian Gill. I don't know who that is. Uh, the new the new player that we got, um, Dane Scarlett, uh, one of the academy kids, Emerson Royale, <laughs> son, Emerson Peasant. Hmm. Son. son got COVID. Yep. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, Lucas Mora and Oliver Skip. Damn, dude. But. Leicester has a COVID outbreak, too. So, I don't even know we're going to get this game in. Dude, what the fuck is going on in England, bro? No, they, 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 I just saw it now. Actually, a report uh, was actually looking at that shit now that 42 players have tested positive for COVID this weekend, this week in general. I don't know what the fuck is going on, bro. Yeah, so I don't even know we're going to get this game in. And I'm not going to – I might predict a draw because I don't even know what we're going to get. That's far as for I don't even think we're going to play this game. Yeah, I if this game were to play, I think I have you out of draw. Yeah. To be honest, if well, now that you told me that most of your best players are out, you know, Emerson Royale, uh, and and Son are your two. Doherty's in a fucking play. He's a super sus at fucking right fullback. <laughs> <laughs> I never read Doherty, bro. Saw him on a, on a quick fire. Like we need somebody. Yeah. And y'all just picked him up because he had mm-hmm. one good season. Like, he's a one-season wonder type deal. Mm-hmm. But I would have this game at a 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Now, Kane's going to play, but has he has he really played? I don't think he played, bro. <laughs> I think it's been the un-Harry Kane this year. <laughs> I don't know, man. He wanted to leave. He wanted to leave in the summer, last last summer. So, he wanted to leave. So, that I, don't, I feel that has a lot to do with with the way he's playing and, and his attitude. Yep, that's true. Because, honestly, he looks like a shadow of his of himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he wants to be there. Yep. Moving on to Chelsea and Everton. I really have Everton getting whooped in this game. Um, I don't – they don't have a chance. Um, uh, I don't based off so. what we saw, based on what we see, have a chance at the bridge. No, definitely not. They don't have a chance at the bridge. Oh, I'm sorry. They're not even <laughs> going to score. I have 3 nothing Chelsea. Yeah, I agree. 3-0. Three, 3 nothing. <laughs> that, that stuff probably agree on anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Maybe on the yeah. next game, too. The next game, too. Liverpool. Oh, yeah. That, that's completely another destruction right there. Oh, pobrecito Newcastle, bro. Oh, man, they need January to come, like, right now, bro. Dude, I'm saying, bro. For the only other... way they can get saved right now is they have games canceled because of coronavirus. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that's in their favor. But if that happens, you know what's going to happen? January's going to suck for some yeah. teams. Because they're going to mm-hmm. fucking squeeze in those games, and it's going gonna to fucking affect the FA Cup and – all the other yeah, fixtures that come before before the the before February. Too. 
Because Carabao semifinals is going to be around that time too. Exactly. So that's a, more games you got to postpone. You know what's going to happen is they're going to tag all these games in at the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, like they they might, it might be in a good way because, well, no, not really because they have the summertime coming up and um, they don't, they have to t- take whatever rest they can because August towards the end of the year, that's going to be another, like, a lot of fixtures. They have the fucking Premier League, the World Cup. The 22 World Cup, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's going to that's gonna suck, yeah. I feel so bad for these players. Fucking really World Cup in the middle of club season, bro. Again, back to what I'm saying. I refer to club. FIFA corruption, country. bro. FIFA corruption. Yep. Like, they just sold the World Cup to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. Instead of and doing now, what's Even like though it. guitar is looking beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Guitar is looking nice and very beautiful. I know you've seen that in Abu Dhabi. Of course. It's so, beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not complaining of... of that they're not worthy of a World Cup. I'm just mm-hmm. saying is the time of year. Like, you can't just cut into season, bro. Mm-hmm. That's not – it's not fair to the players. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to play half a season and be like, all right, let's go do the World Cup? Like, no. Yeah. There's no rest. And then what? Exactly. They're going to finish the World Cup? What, are they going to have a break? I don't think so. I don't Break. They are. They already said they're gonna have um. They're gonna have a break. But what that what that does is that pushes the twenty twenty three season back. Mhm. They're not gonna have a break in between. They're gonna play. They're gonna have that month break. They're gonna push the fixtures back into. And then what? You get a you get a couple of weeks off, no mm-hmm. preseason. Exactly. Like uh, like uh. Not- it's 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 annoying, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. This it's a really tough is. time. Like it's it's exciting for the people that love international football, but I'm not a fan of it. I honestly, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. For the World Cup, I can get geared up. You know what I mean? I can get fired up for the World Cup and that's Euros, just, and Euros, and you know, uh, and Copa America, and, and and all the other cups. But dude, like I I just I just don't agree with how they did it. Like yeah, as no, far no. as as far as from a player's perspective, like you get no time off. Nope, they don't. These, like, next, these next two years, you are playing football through and through. So you mm-hmm. better stay healthy. Now with that too, and then the coronavirus on top of that, like there's a lot of shit to worry about too. But you know, that's another time, bro. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's a big topic and. And uh, that'll be all for uh, uh, the podcast. We're going to be back on Friday to basically review the midweek fixtures. And we have the weekend fixtures coming up as well this next weekend. Non-stop, you know, baby. This boy, Non-stop, baby. All the way through to the end of the year. Yes, sir. It's going to be a Sunday. It's going to be Saturday, Sunday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All the way through. All yes, the way to box. This is Nino. This is Sid. We out, baby. We out you.